God bless you, man of God. Happy Father's Day to you. Amen. We thank God for you and the blessing and the great gift that you are doing such a phenomenal job on today. Amen. Praise God. Well, we greet each and every one of you in the precious name of Jesus. This is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. You need to call a neighbor, call a friend. Let them know that Yes Lord Ministries is now on the air. There's nobody like him. My God, I feel a praise break for somebody on today. Amen, amen, amen. We honor God who's the head of our life to his son, Jesus Christ, to the precious Holy Spirit. We thank God for Apostle Mamie Tarver, Pastor Steve Tarver, Pastor Hector Cassandra Ford, Pastor Callan Doyle, Pastor Vondell Scott, all of our ministers, amen. Uh, uh, let me tell you, Evangelist Clifton, Prophetess Sonia Lewis, uh, I'm telling you, God is just awesome. Amen. Mr. Harley, Mr. Von, um, <laughs> I tell you, God is good when you start calling names. Amen. We thank God. Amen. Mr. Larry Evans, Mr. Cole Evans, everybody. Amen. Because do you not know when you search scripture, all of us are ministers. We may not be, all be preachers, but we are all ministers. Because when Jesus said in the Great Commission in Matthew 28, go ye into all the world. He wasn't just talking about just to the apostles themselves or the disciples. He was talking to all of us because he said, these signs shall follow those that believe. If you're a believer, put yes in the comment section. Yes, I am. My God, my God. Well, as we stated, amen, this is the day that the Lord has made. We shall rejoice and be glad in it. My God, welcome to all of our first-time guests. Amen. If you don't mind, put the state where you're calling from. Amen. We got people from Georgia, Florida, all over. Amen. You know, someone probably said, well, why are you taking that kind of time to on this time on Father's Day? Well, let me tell you something. The place that I'm planning on going called heaven, I know that there'll be men, women, boys and girls that will be coming from the north, the south, the east, and the west. And we might as well start getting together down here. So when we get up there, we're going to pray. Oh, my God. Yes, yes, yes. We honor God on today. Amen. Amen. And we thank God for this Father's Day. Amen. Praise God. And those of you that may be listening and viewing this, as Pastor Hector has stated, viewing this telecast at some other time, amen. We welcome you. Thank God for you. Amen. And we have some great things in store that you'll be hearing about. Amen. Very shortly, that's going to be announced to you. That's going to be a blessing to you. Amen. So we thank God. Let's get ready to go into the word of God. Amen. If you don't mind, get your Bibles. Amen. Turn to the book of Genesis chapter 12. The book of Genesis chapter 12. There are two passages of scripture that we're going to be referencing on today. The first is Genesis chapter 12, verses 1 through 3. And then we're going to skip down to Genesis chapter 22, verses 15 through 18. Amen. I give you time to look this scripture over, amen, because God is an awesome God, amen, 
Amen. Thank God for you, you, and you, and you, and you, and you. Amen. We're excited on this day because this is a great day to be alive. Would you agree? Amen. Amen. And so therefore, I'm going to be going into, amen, the word of God. Now the Lord had said unto Abram, get thee out of thy country and from thy kindred and from thy father's house unto a land that I will show thee. And I will make of thee a great nation and I will bless thee and make thy name great and thou shalt be a blessing. Verse three, and I will bless them that bless thee and curse them that curse thee. And in thee shall all the nations of the earth be blessed. Now we're going to Genesis chapter 22, verses 15 through 18. And the angel of the Lord called unto Abraham out of the heaven the second time and said, verse 16, by myself. Have I sworn, said the Lord, for because thou hast done this thing and hast not withheld thy son, thine only son, verse 17, this key, that in blessing I will bless thee, and in multiplying I will multiply thee, thy seed as the stars of the heaven and as the sand which is upon the seashore, and thy seed shall possess the gate of his enemies and in thy seed shall all the nations of the earth be blessed because thou has obeyed my voice i want to go back amen uh to verse 17 of chapter 22 that in blessing i will bless thee and multiplying i will multiply thy seed as the stars of the heaven and as the sand which is upon the seashore and thy seed shall possess the gate of his enemies. Amen. And so is the word of the Lord. And I want to talk with you in the time that's allotted to me from this subject. Man, you got vision. Amen. Oh my God, man. You got vision. Now, before the women sign off and leave and go somewhere else. No, I want you to stay because there is a, if there's a man in your life, your father, your brother, your uncle, your cousin, a neighbor, a friend, I want you to understand that this lesson is going to empower each and every one of us and listen, I said it over and over. I've heard many other great leaders state it as well, that this world would be most miserable if there was no women. All right, am I talking to anybody on today? So women, we thank you for being with us. Matter of fact, when you search history, Father's Day was actually propagated and pushed forward from a woman. Are you with me? I don't have time to go detail on it, but when you search history and then uh, President Lyndon B. Johnson, he signed the, uh, a proclamation on it and then Nixon made it a permanent time that the third Sunday in June would be Father's Day. And as Pastor Stephen so eloquently elated to earlier in his uh, comments, that uh, Father's Day is not always recognized as potent 
as Mother's Day, but we thank God for giving us a day. And I said to all the fathers, enjoy being spoiled on today. Are you with me? So let's get into this lesson. Amen. Man, you got vision. Now, when you hear this subject, some may state, well, is it a question or is it a statement? Well, that will depend upon how you receive and apply this lesson. So I want you to touch and agree with me on these several things. It's also about reading his written word, hearing the spoken word, receiving the raiment word. We should now begin to experience the manifested word and enjoy the fruits, prosperity, success, the victory, protection of his word in Jesus' name. Would you lift your hands before the Lord? Say, Lord Jesus, as the servant has decreed and declared, be it so in Jesus' name. Amen. Give him a praise because he's going to do just that. So the objective of this lesson is to remind men that God never retracted, rescinded, or take back, or erased his purpose for you in life. That was given to Adam in the beginning, which having authority, and Pastor Stephen Tarver did a phenomenal teaching during our Wednesday nights on authority and dominion. Are you with me? So he gave Adam authority and dominion over the earth. Now, for the purpose of clarity, uh, it is imperative that the premise to which this authority and dominion should be managed within the guidelines of God's principles of his word. Because God, let me just make this clear, did not give us authority and dominion just to rule with an iron rod or iron fist, that they would say, but if there are principles that we need to understand. But the purpose of this lesson is to help us understand that, man, you got vision. So I thought I'll begin to define what is vision. According to Merriam-Webster, vision is defined as the active power of imagination, when you apply vision to the future, you can create a mental picture that can be used to direct your actions. Vision serves as a guide and can be used to provide a sense of purpose. Why is vision important for both people and businesses and ministries and organizations and families having a vision proves to be extremely important given the trials and tribulations that may come your way when you have a clear vision of what you want to happen you can make better decisions am i helping anybody here to achieve your vision or goal you can start by setting small attainable goals as stepping stones each relatively little bit of success will help you to continue propelling you forward on your bigger journey. This lesson depicts how God chose Abraham to be stretched beyond his comfort zone and to come to the realization that the vision is much bigger than Abraham and that his legacy will continue long beyond his lifetime. Man, you got vision. So we look at the, as I paint this picture for you of this story, we look at how the succession 
of from Terah. Now the story of Abraham, which begins here, is the under Genesis chapter eleven, verse twenty-seven, through all the way through chapter twenty-five, verse eleven. But the story of Abraham begins here with the under the heading of the name Terah, as noted earlier. The structure of Genesis. What follows are the particulars about the family of Terah. That is what became of Terah in his son Abram. It began with Terah's move to Haran and continued to with the move on to Canaan by Abram, the recipient of the promise. Terah's story is completed when Abram finally had a son who would carry forward the line and blessing. What are you, am I saying here? You got to understand that Terah was not a follower of God, the true and living God. Terah was into idolatry, where they was what they call polytheism, and they would serve multiplicity of gods. And so Abram at the time, I know you're saying, but Abraham, Abraham, wait, I ain't got, have not arrived there yet. But so Abram, oh my God, this is good. Abram was only following the statutes of what he was exposed to. This is why it's so important, even on his father's day and beyond, that we as have been given the responsibility to be fathers that we would add, have as the premise of our vision, a spiritual component that we will raise and bring our children up with a faith. We're living in a society now where the people, the families structure is being diluted where we're looking at how that I, 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 i'm gonna touch some toes today but it's okay because i want you to know properly what god had in mind when he created mankind so this lesson helps us to understand that you can only do what you were exposed to am i helping anybody you can only do what you were exposed to. So in this lesson, Abram continued with the following a serving God, but something unique happened in the life of Abram. When you search and read the book of Genesis, you find that Abram had selected one God, wasn't yet the true God, but he has selected one God. So he wasn't bouncing all over the place serving the God of the moon, serving the God of the stars, serving the God of the animals. Are, are you with me? Serving people as God. Oh, am I helping anybody? But he was one God. So what God did when he spoke to him in Genesis chapter 11, we find that God, uh, in chapter 12, God calls him. Woo, my God. Let me share something with you. When there is purpose on your life, when there is a uh, a destiny on your life. God will call you even in the midst of you doing wrong, even in the midst of things going chaotic, even in the midst when you don't understand who you are and why you are here. God will call you. My God. So in scripture says he called Abram 
at that time. And it's because chapter 12, verse 1 says, Now the Lord has said to Abram, Get thee out of the country. So God will remove you, have you extracted out of the place of your comfort zone, and so that He can bring you into the place of where your prosperity should be, where you should your growth should take place. I'm not talking to anybody here. So you understand, He says, Get thee out of thy country and that from thy kindred and from thy father's house unto a land. Watch this now. To a land that I will show thee and I will make of thee. Here's what God is doing in this lesson. He's removing him, placing him, Abram, where he needs to be to receive his download. Uh -huh. Some of us need to understand Am I talking to anybody? Need to understand that we may feel lonely at times, but we are not alone when we're with God. Woo! Teacher, Thomas, teacher. What am I saying? Yes, we all love people for the most part, but there are times that God says, I need to put and give you a download. I need to give you an impartation. I need to pour some information and some revelation and some knowledge into you and and let it agitate in your spirit so i can bring forth the purpose that i've ordained jeremiah 29 11 behold i know the plans that i have for you they are good and acceptable or expected are you with me so there is a plan is there anybody here that have ever experienced some tussling going on some restlessness going on and you're like god what's going on i don't understand why this is happening this is happening to me and all of that anybody ever under been in that kind of place well god purposely and it's not the devil it's god yeah 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 it's god and so god says i will make thee of thee a great nation and I will bless thee and make thy name great, and thou shalt be a blessing. Now, wait a minute. Hold on. Time out. God calls Abraham out of his place, out from his family, out from his country, and said, go to a land where I'm going to show you. Oh, my God. What's going on, God? But yet God speaks to him and said, I got plans for you. You need to tell somebody God has a plan for you. Some of your parents need to tell your children, God has a plan for you. And so in that verse three, God says, I will bless thee and, and bless them rather that bless thee and curse them that curse thee. And in these, all the families of the earth shall be blessed. Now, let me help you understand in this part here that watch this now. God is expanding the mind of Abraham, expanding the thought process of Abraham, expanding, expanding the spirit of Abraham, or Abram at this case. I'll get to the Abraham. Get it here. Are you with me? Am I talking to anybody? And so here we find that he's like, whoa, this could overwhelm most people. But watch this. I'm going to show you how it's happening to you today. Oh, my God. Help me, Holy Ghost. Watch this now. And so when you receive a prophetic word, 
if when God says you shall be a great businesswoman, a great businessman, you shall birth children. And if you never had children, you shall own a home. I see you having a healing ministry. I see you owning a school. That is God bringing his thoughts into the earth realm, letting you know he wants permission to operate in your life. So through prophecy, God will speak it. Woo, my God. He will speak that word and it expands you. Am I talking to anybody here? Anybody being blessed? Watch this now. So when you hear that prophecy, am I talking? Watch this now. When we receive prophecy, doesn't it have a way to heighten our awareness? It heightens our thought and it heightens our perspective. So now we're not focused on what we're going through. We're not focused on where we are right now. We're not focused on a circumference of the experiences that we've encountered, but God seems to propel us and take us to a place and you start seeing what he was saying though you're not physically there. Am I helping anybody? Am I helping anybody? All right. So as he's telling Abram in verse two, I will bless thee and make thee a great nation. And I will bless thee and make thy name great. And thou shalt be a blessing. He says, I will bless them that bless thee and curse them that curse thee. And in thee, all the families of the earth shall be blessed. Abram's looking like, wait a minute here. What are you talking about, God? Anybody ever had that kind of question? What are you talking about, God? But watch this now. When you go between chapter 12 and chapter 22, you find him that God says, your name shall no longer be called Abram, but Abraham. So what is he saying? He's calling him into purpose. Purpose. Now, pause for station identification. It's not suggesting this lesson that you go to City Hall, go to the Hall of Records in your town, and change your name. No! God will give you a spiritual name. Now, hold up, hold up, hold up. Don't go to your pastor saying, my name is not Willie, no longer Willie, but it's Ashabai, Babai, Sikei. What? Are you with me? See, don't do what God is assigned to do. Just do what you're called to do. Am I helping anybody here? And so here, man, you got vision. So now we're in chapter 22. Uh, are y'all with me? We're in chapter 22. So here, as we stated about vision, it is where you are the active power of imagination. When you apply vision to the future, you can create a mental picture that can be used to direct your action. Vision serves as a guide and can be used to provide a sense of purpose. Are you hearing me? And so here, Abram is going off a covenant that God has made with him. Watch this. Oh, 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 come on, T-Stopper. Watch this now. So here you find that that Abe, God made a covenant with Abram. When he says, I'll bless you and multiply you, listen, let me tell you, God is no joke. He will do what he said he's going to do. So I need to put that in it. He will do what he said he's going to do. So the covenant promises here that God is saying, watch this now, land, family, 
and inheritance were among the most significant elements in ancient society. So God says, I'm going to give you land. I don't know who I'm prophesying to right now that this lesson is relevant for, but I'm here to prophesy that somebody's going to get a new house. Now I know before you start running off, there they go again, talking about God going to give you a new house, new car, new stuff. No, it's not that kind of prophetic word. But this is a certain word that God is going to move you, transition you from renting to owning. I'm telling you, don't worry about what's going on in the market. I know I have a lot of real estate clients, a lot of real estate colleagues, and they'll tell you how they believe that the market is going. But I'm telling you, and I prophesy to somebody right now, just in my spirit, that God's going to give you a house. Mm that you most likely in the natural cannot afford, but you will not struggle to be able to pay for it. Can I say that one more time? God is going to give you a house. Oh, I pulled that one down for myself. If you don't want it, but even if you want it, I'm still pulling that because he got more of them. But he's going to give you a house that you normally could not afford based on your income. Watch this now, that you normally could not afford but that you will not struggle to pay for. Lord and Jesus, somebody ought to just lift your hands and give God some praise right there. Are you with me? So here we find glory to your name, God. So the descendants represented the future. This is another key thing. He says that I'm going to bless you and multiply you. But watch this now. He said, you'll see. This is what you got to understand. He said, you'll see. So Abraham, Abraham, I'm not blessing you just to bless you so you can go to the mall and splurge. And, no, no, and have 15 cars. What you going to do with 15 cars? Are you with me? But that's some people's hobby. I ain't messing with you. But he said, I'm going to bless you. Watch so in multiplying, I will multiply thy seed as the stars of the heaven and as the sand which is upon the seashore and thy seed shall possess the gate of his enemies i'm here to tell you that long after you have been called to glory your children your children's children shall be blessed and multiply and there are some of you that are listening to me right now you are the recipient of your grandparents, your parents' prayers that they prayed. Somebody prayed for me. They had me on their mind. They took the time and prayed for me. Some of us are in ministry today. Some of us have successful businesses today. Some of us are living in wealth today because somebody prayed for us. Oh my God. So we have a responsibility as believers today to pray for our children. Pray for our nation. Pray for those that God has assigned for us that they can continue to receive the blessing, the inheritance that God has orchestrated for our life. Man, you got vision. Woo. So watch this now. Watch this now. Here we go. Here we go. Come on now. Whoa, Lordy Jesus. Watch this. And so here, when this lesson, what we find here that Abram now, it, it, it got this covenant, descendants 
represented the future. Children provided for their parents in old age and enabled the family line to extend to another generation. They gave proper burial to the parents and honored the names of their ancestors. And in some of the ancient Near Eastern cultures, they were considered essential, or am I talking to anybody? Watch this, essential to maintaining a comfortable existence in the afterlife. When Abram gave up his place in his father's household, he forfeited his security as he knew it. He was putting his survival, his identity, his future, and his securities in the hand of the Lord. I don't know who this lesson is for, but I'm here to tell you that God's about to make up the difference in your life. Oh, my God. God's about to make up the difference in your life. Watch this now. He says, I will make thee a great nation. When God took Abram from his own people, he promised to make him the head of another people. Next, I will bless thee. Obedient believers shall be sure to inherit the blessing. Three, I will make thy name great. The name of obedient believers shall certainly be made great. Thou shalt be a blessing. Good men are the blessings of their country. Five, I will bless them that bless thee and curse them that curse thee. God will take care that none are losers by any service done for his people. I don't know who this is for, but I'm here to tell you that they may have lied on you, talked about you, walked out on you, hated you, but God's about to do something. He's setting a table before you in the presence of your enemies. And God's about to show off in your life like never before. Somebody ought to give him a praise. Oh, my God. Where the Hammond organ at? And six, and in thee shall all the families of the earth be blessed. Christ is the great blessing of the world, the greatest that ever the world possessed. All true blessing is the world is now or ever shall be possessed of is owing to Abraham and his posterity. Through them, we have a Bible, we have a Savior, we have a gospel, and they are the stock on which the Christian church is grafted. My God, can somebody give God a praise right there? My God, God is pleased to make mention of Abraham's obedience as consideration of the covenant. And he speaks of it. Oh my God, because thou has done this thing. See, Abram, and this is something else we need to understand. Don't just go to God with your hands out, but go to God with your hands up. Am I talking to anybody here? Go with your hands up. How can I serve you, God? How can I be show you that the investment that you made into my life, that you made into my future, how can I show you appreciation Woo, for the great things you are doing? My God, my God, let me hurry. My time is closing. Watch this now. So he lays a strong emphasis on this, verse 18. He praises it in act of obedience because Abram was willing to sacrifice his only son on the altar. He said, hold up, Abraham. See, in Genesis chapter 12, chapter 15, he says, I'm going to bless you and multiply you. But then in chapter 22, he says, I'm a bless, bless, multiply, multiply. Anybody know anything about God's math? 
I'm telling you, it's out of this world. It's supernatural. God's about to multiply your bank accounts. God's about to multiply your investments. God's about to multiply. Whoa, 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 whoa. I speak this in the Holy Ghost. God's going to multiply somebody's womb right now. They may have called you barren, but I speak to your womb right now in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth that your womb shall be open to conceive in Jesus' name. Suppose glory to your name. God, we give you praise right now. We give you praise. My God, my God. And now God confirmed the promise with an oath. It was said and sealed before, but now it is sworn. He said, by myself have I sworn, for he could swear by no greater, Hebrews 6.13. Thus he interposed himself by an oath as the apostle expresses in verse 17 of Hebrews chapter 6. Is to speak with reverence, even upon his own life, being upon as I live, that by all those immutable things in which was impossible for God to lie, he is, might have strong consolation. And I want to encourage you, men, women, boys and girls, that under the sound of my voice, if we exercise faith, God will encourage it, improve the promises, and God will ratify them. My God, when he says the particular promise here renewed is numerous offspring multiplying. I will multiply thee, mm, verse 17 of 22. Those that are willing to part with anything for God shall have it made up to them with unspeakable advantage. Abraham has but one son and is willing to part with this one, but in obedience to God, well, 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 said God, thou shalt be recompensed with thousands and millions. What a figure does this seed of Abraham make in history? How numerous, how illustrious, oh my God, were his known descendants. He says, out of your wounds, kings shall come, potentates shall come, business people shall come. And y'all getting this, man? God, man, you got vision. God is stretching you on today. He's expanding you on today. Stop whining. Stop complaining. But start trusting God. Oh, my God, of the increase of the church that believers, his spiritual seed should be numerous, my God, as the stars of heaven. I never forget when I was younger, we used to be in the family car going on a trip down south. And that time you could see the stars more readily. Now we got a lot of pollution kind of blocks it in a lot of regards. But I was up there trying to count the stars. I'm looking up and I'm trying to visualize, okay, one, two, three, four. And like my eyes were blank. I'm like, whoa, where was I? I was like so numerous. I said, wow, if this is an indication of what God was telling Abraham as the stars, the number of stars. Yeah, no, we know about Uranus, Pluto, uh, you know, those stars. No, but God, and those are galaxies. But God got some greater thing. And then the sand. If I had sand in my hand and if I would just let it out of grain by grain, it, no, long, no telling how long it would take. Am I talking to anybody? I want you to understand that, man, you got vision. Write it down. He, uh, Habakkuk 2, 4 says, write the vision. 
Make it plain so he that read can run with it. You got to write the vision, see the vision, put it on the board, put it somewhere where you can see it. Oh, my God, let me show you. Let me show you. I, I got something here that I put on my board here, and it's just a part of it. It says winners never quit and quitters never win. Oh, Willie Tower, the guy with the bow tie. Yeah, 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 that's my friend. So anyway, but what am I saying? I'm saying here that, man, you got vision. That's right. And why is it important to have vision, Apostle? It's because your family need to know what direction you're going in. Your wife need to know what direction you're going in. Tell them, sit them down. They say, this is what I believe we're going to be ready to do. This is what God has impressed upon me. And listen, make it realistic. Don't, don't you know, don't. God told me, going to give me wings. I'm going to fly off the building. No, no, you need to go to the doctor and check that out. But what am I saying? You got vision, dream, dream, dream. Uh, go spend time in prayer. Spend time in fasting. Allow God to, to, to impart into you what's in heaven, what he got in mind for you. There are great plans that God has for you. I want you to understand, oh my God, that once a man has been expanded, this is difficult for him to retract back and go back to his place of complacency. What am I saying? If you take a rubber band and begin to stretch it, it gets elongated. Ah, once you keep stretching and stretching, it will never go back to its original form, but it's stretched. And when you get stretched, man, you go, frustration will come because you realize you got to move forward in your purpose. You can't settle. You can't sleep all day. You can't spend time watching TV all day, but you need to read. You need to do personal development. You need to do spiritual development. Am I helping anybody here? You need to just build upon it, add upon it. Why? You need to do this because there were trials that will come. There are challenges that will come. There were disappointments that will come, but because you built yourself up on the inside and you said, I've got a vision that came from God. I, God gave me this vision to start this business. God gave me this vision to do this ministry. God gave me this vision to write this book. God gave me this vision to lead my family. Come on now, you may be single. You say, well, I don't have a family. Well, be you got the community. People are looking at you. I wanna share this with you as I get ready to close. Uh, yesterday, I went to take my wife's vehicle to have a some service work on it. And and while there, well, let me just be clear so you understand, but know what? I'm just out of service on it. And while standing there, a young man came up to me and said, sir, I remember you. I'm okay. You know, a lot of people say, you remember you I'm on social media, whatever. But he said, I remember you and it's going over 25 years ago. I'm like, whoa, okay. I said, you got a good memory. And he named the place and he said something had occurred. It was at an eating place and the food, my food didn't come out quite right. He said, but because of your distinguishedness, because of you being a dignitary, you know, you know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, somebody got sent. He says, you did not act out of character, but you said, you know what? I understand. He said, that stood with me all these years. And when I saw you, I said, that's him. Uh, he said, that, that's not a, just a normal man. That's that's a man of God. He said, I know you're a pastor. And, and you're, I'm like, whoa, okay. Yeah, but let me tell you, because my time is concluded. He says, and so when it came time to pay the bill, guess what? He says, I got it. 
he paid the bill. I'm talking favor. That's why you got to live holy, live righteous. It doesn't mean you dotting every I, crossing every T. No, but man, when you got vision, my God, my time is out. I got to go. But I want to pray for every man right now. I want to pray for every boy right now that God will reignite that vision and those of you that are running with your vision that you would be encouraged to stay in the race i want you to understand that god is doing great things man god needs you sisters i love you but there are things that only a man can do supposed to do and god called men to be the head it doesn't mean that a woman can't lead but god needs the man to be the head in the home. God needs man to be the head in our community. God needs a man that could be head in our churches. Am I talking to anybody here? It doesn't mean that a woman can't be a pastor. Doesn't mean that a woman can't be in fivefold ministry. But I'm telling you, the man we gotta go, we gotta stand up, we gotta rise on this Father's Day. Man, you got vision. Let's pray. My time is our Father. I thank you now for every man every woman, every boy, every girl that's watching right now, listening right now, I pray, God, that you will ignite the vision that you've got put and placed in them, you've invested into them, God. Let us as men yield great dividends, oh God. Make your investment worthwhile, oh God. And we pray for that man, that boy, that girl, that woman that needs to surrender their life to you, that they will say yes to your will, yes to your way, yes to your word, and yes, Lord. And Father, we thank you that on this Father's Day that has been designated as Father's Day, realizing it's not just one day, but it's every day because the Father don't need to just dress up for this one day and show off for this one day, but need to be in the lives of their family always. And God, I thank you that you'll help us to fulfill our purpose, plan, and destiny that you have for lives, that we will be the providers. We will be the protectors, oh God. We will be that man, oh God, that makes a difference, oh God, and stand up for righteousness and holiness. And we bless you and praise you for every person that's becoming a part of Yes Lord Ministries, oh God. And we give you praise. We give you glory. We give you honor now. It is so in Jesus' name, my God, have a great and wonderful day. Woo! Man, you got this. And back into your hands, Pastor Hector. Partner with YLM Financially using the following methods. Text giving. Text GIVE to 1-844-948-3895. GiveLify. Search for Yes Lord Ministries in Kenilworth, New Jersey. Our website. Visit www.ylmconnect.org and click donate cash app dollar sign yes lord m mail checks or money orders to yes lord ministries p.o box 425 union new jersey 07083 you're invited to our sunday morning virtual worship experience at 8 30 a.m every sunday night at 6.30 p.m., join us for our Sunday night Ignite service. Every Wednesday morning from 5.30 a.m. to 5.45 a.m., join us for corporate prayer. Our call-in number is 716-427-1096. And the access code is 172268-POUND. Every Wednesday evening at 7.30 p.m., Join us for Spread the Bread Bible Study as we dive into the Word of God. 
Subscribe to our podcast, YLM Sermon of the Week, on iTunes, Google Play, and Spotify. On behalf of our senior leaders, Apostle Willie Talbert, Apostle Mamie S. Talbert, Lead Pastor Steve Talbert, and the Yes Lord Ministries Church family, thank you for joining us and welcome home.